Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Podcast Domination Show, your show for helpful tactical, strategic advice on how to grow, monetize, and if you're just starting, launch your podcast. Today's episode is another installment of the Where Are They At Now series, a series of episodes where we catch up with past guests who have launched podcasts and where we've been a part of their journey. So I've my team and I have helped them launch their podcast, grow their podcast, and get to where they're at today. Um, this episode is with a dear friend of mine named Frank Rich from the Superhuman Life podcast. Frank is a friend and he also was, um, was also, um, you know, nice to have him as a client for a little bit, um, when he just launched his podcast. And today he's going to share with us how he's went from literally zero downloads. Um, it's starting off in a new niche, starting off with very little following. Um, and ultimately are coming from a really broken place to having a podcast that is now establishing him as an authority figure. He's interviewed guys like David Asprey, Stephen Pressfield, um, and a lot of really hard to reach people and built a platform, which now is allowing him to get on other podcasts, get featured other places, bring in clients and a lot of awesome, awesome stuff. And it wasn't without hard work. Um, there's absolutely no shortcuts to the way Frank did it. So it's not like he's got some magic pill, um, but he shares some really interesting things in this story. I say, if you want to kind of skip past his personal journey and go more into the tactics, skip about halfway into this episode and you'll find some good stuff. Um, but outside of that, I adore this interview because it's with a good friend and I know you're going to pull some nuggets out of it. If you're getting started, thinking about getting started and specifically if you have a topic that's like, um, very touchy subjects. So, so, you know, Frank deals with like guys who are suffering from some form of addiction and, or, or porn addiction or something along those lines. So if you're in something like that, whether it's like, you know, something very, very deep for the person to go through then you're going to want to listen to the podcast today because it's going to help you move the needle in your journey. All right, let's go talk to Frank. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination Show. 
the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Cool. So, Mr. Frank Rich, dude, we've um going on what four years now as friends, but um, you've been in we we uh connected probably seriously, I'd say after a year and a half or so of knowing each other because we knew each other mm. as like passerby, and then um, we finally got connected a little bit deeper. And uh, when you launch your podcast, man, so um, it's good to have you here because I've like I've said in, in the previous conversations, I've been watching your journey from far. And seeing how you went from literally zero downloads to interviewing guys like Stephen Pressfield, um, Dave Asprey, uh, this uh, the neuroplasticity doctor you just told me about, which I'm blanking on her name, but Dr. Caroline man, like, Leaf. There we go, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Like you've interviewed some big names, man. You've come far in a short time, and you've monetized the podcast here and there, like along the way. So it's good to have you here because um, you started from like a lot of people like from like where a lot of people I know are starting like small following they're like they don't have a huge email list or anything like that um but you've been able to build it up to something that's really really awesome man so it's good to have you here yeah well well, well thank you I'm uh you know I'm so grateful for you know our friendship you know going back to uh July 2017 Toronto sitting in the uh <laughs> yeah. sitting in the zero to six figure formula and um yeah, you know, it, uh, the the relationship grew, and and you were actually the first podcast I ever I ever went on. It was your uh, it was your your get lean or shredded or what was that? Uh, it was um, um gosh, it was oh, it used to be ask the ab guy, and then I got like too self conscious. I was like, no, this is crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that was half the month, half the year, not the whole year. Yeah, so I mean, I that was that was that. <laughs> was a whole different lifetime for me too. I mean, I was I was yeah. I was pursuing being you know the muscle guy. I mean, I was a muscle guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a lifetime ago, a different, uh, different season of yeah. life. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this, this, this all started with just, uh, a dream of my heart and you, you know, you helped me bring it to, uh, to fruition. So I'm incredibly grateful for you and just dude. honored to be here, man. So thank you. Cool, dude. Thank you, man. Um, so, so our listeners, you know, like they, a lot of them have podcasts already. Some of them are looking to get into podcasts. So you, with your journey, I, can only speak on things that I've done with my shows and my clients and um, you've gone off and you've done your own thing. So I'm here to like, really like just understand kind of what, what's worked for you. And we'll, we'll go into that a little bit, but also kind of like where you're at now and where you're looking to grow and take the podcast and how it's helping you with business and driving the things that you want to accomplish in your business. Right. Um, so I guess for you, we had a, we had a podcast, you and I about a year ago, no, probably like nine months ago around this similar topic. Right. And, um, yeah, <laughs> it was a Facebook live or something like that, but man, like for you, what, what have you found? Because we had you on our workshop recently too, which you did a grazing job at what, what the, with everyone there and they loved you. What have you found to really work, um, with, with your podcast in terms of like, we can talk about growth and then I'm going to take a really weird left turn and ask you about what your show is for those who don't know, but let's just start there with a the tactic. So for people who are really wanted to get to the meat of this. What have you found to really work with growing the podcast? Yeah, for me. And, 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 you know, I think, 
I just want to preface this, like I'm probably a little bit unique from, you know, maybe a lot of your, a lot of your listeners. I know a lot of people come to yeah. you, you know, they, they have a business and they're looking to launch this podcast as maybe a, a supplement to, to their business, a way of lead generation, or maybe this is the launching of their business. They're doing it with a podcast uh, to bring in, you know, to, 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 to bring in a high ticket or, or some way to, to monetize. For me, that right. never was the case. You know, um, I, I, I refer to myself. I think I did this back back when you and I spoke a long time ago. I, you know, I was a podcast connoisseur. Like when I when I stumbled <laughs> yeah. across you know the the podcast kind of platform, probably late 2015. I was at a very dark place in my life, and and I just enjoyed being able to feel like I had a seat in a conversation with intelligent people. Uh, yeah. Like, like I always was a fan of, of the longer form audio. I was always a fan of the back and forth dialogue where it wasn't direct interview. It, it, it wasn't about, I'm just trying to pull uh, information with an agenda. Like I just wanted to feel like I was sitting in a room with people that I would enjoy having a conversation with. So when I launched this, you know, there was, there was multiple reasons to do it. I mean, yeah. uh, I had a, you know, I had a massive transformation that took place in my life and I felt that there was a mission uh, that I could share with the world or, or a story that I could share with the world. Um, and I thought, Hey, maybe the podcast is, is the way to do it. So, uh, it originally started there, you know, with sharing my, you know, call it my testimony or, or, or my transformation of my story. Um, it's evolved kind of over, over, over the, you know, the last almost two years now, um, because of the work that I do, um, in kind of the addiction space, I, 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 you know, I took a, I took a turn early on where it was all about addiction and recovery. And then I realized I wasn't enjoying having conversations for an hour about addiction. You know, I, I do that, you know, I do 10 minute videos on my YouTube every day. I was like, that's enough content on a daily basis for this. So um, where I then turned it to is I said, I just want to talk to the people that I'm interested in. Right. And, you know, I think maybe, you know, doing it, you know, a year plus into the show, I had started to develop a little bit of a following um, and, and somewhat of an audience. And, you know, I, I think they came to me because they're, you know, maybe in a similar season of life or, or they see something about me that is, that it, you know, resonates with them. So what I, you know, what, what has worked for me, it's, it's having conversations that I would just have, you know, that I'm just excited and I'm, and I'm just interested. So I, you know, I, I seek out people that I want to learn something from and then selfishly, you know, I ask them if I can record <laughs> a conversation and share it with the world. And when I yeah. really started focusing on that, um, you know, a, I was, you know, I was attracting, you know, the bigger name guests, you know, you mentioned a few of them there. Um, but that's when we also really kind of started to feel, um, a trend upward in, 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 in some of the growth. Yeah. So, so the biggest thing I pull out of there is I, and I know your content from, you know, the superhuman life podcast is like, you're very honest. Like you, two things I think can separate you out that people can listen to this and implement is like you're brutally honest mm. and if you have a show that talks about some taboo topics um you like then being brutally honest is kind of like par for the course and you do that really well yeah. second thing is like you said you bring on people that you are curious like your curiosity has driven you to be mm. there with that person so you're driven through curiosity not some other alternate agenda right which is really cool um because it shows like it just makes the interview better right it, it makes them interview way way better than just asking the normal questions that other people would just ask them if they've been you know asked to interview xyz expert yeah and that's so, and that's and that's and, and, and i'm glad you said that because i think i shared this in your in your workshop you know um 
you mentioned a few of the guests and, and, you know, I am interested. So when I'm getting these people on, I've consumed, you know, and if it wasn't just the prep for the show, you know, if they've written a book, I'm going to read the book. You know, um, I, I try to get, you know, six to eight hours of prep work, uh, whether it's consuming a patio, you know, a podcast, a TEDx talk, reading through, through their website. So I feel like I know so much about them. So I, I go into every single show because, because when you're interviewing some of these people that, you know, have run, you know, run the course, you know, they've been on, 20, 50 podcasts, they have their canned answers. Um, and you're going to get some of that no matter how good of an interviewer that you are. But I, but I, I, I declare a goal for myself with every single episode, I'm trying to pull something out of them in a way that's never been shared before. Right. Right. That's, that's super powerful. So you like, I think I pull out there cause I used to work with some people really closely where I would listen to their, the guest content. And then I, create the questions for them to ask. Mm. So in that you same thing like you're doing there, like you're looking to find the questions that have not been asked or looking to find the gold that has not been talked about on all the other 300 podcasts they've been on. Right. Yep. So you break the mold when it comes to that interview style that that person has. Cause you know, coming in, like if I ask him this, he's going to give him the, the normal answer that he said on the last 12 interviews. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's really, really important. So, um, I think that's really important. I, th I think that's really, really important for like interview podcasts, but also like, even if you're not doing interviews, like look at other people who've created the same content and look at how you can be different mm -hmm. in it. So what are some other things I think, how do you reach out to people? How do you like get them on, get them on the, on the show? I think that's a big one too, because a lot of people come to me and ask that question and you've done it with like some of the hardest to reach people in the world. So what's the process like um, for you right now when it comes to bringing on big, big A-list guests. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're reaching out to an A-lister, like they have a website and their website has contact information. Um, so I don't have like a secret, uh, formula, you know, I just, I, I, I do the due diligence. Um, I haven't, you know, for, for me, the, the A-list or, or, you know, B plus list people don't respond to Instagram, uh, direct messages. I don't know if that's because they're not following me. Maybe it lands in, in into their spin inbox. I've had the greatest success with just finding the person's uh, contact information from their direct website. Um, and then, you know, obviously you just don't reach out and say, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? You know, I think for me, there's, there's, there's been some leverage uh, that I have because I can now piggyback off of, Hey, I've been on, you know, I've had so-and-so on, you know, I saw that you were talking with them uh, at, at, at this time. It was a great conversation. I'd love to go a little bit deeper with you on this topic there. So once again, it comes down to understanding who the person is, you know, what, what their kind of, you know, buttons are, um, and, and, and showing that, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional here and, and, and this is my audience. And I think if you and I could connect, we could bring a lot of value to this. Um, so that's, that's been it, you know, just, just, just doing the due, due diligence. And, um, you know, it's been amazing. It's, it's, and I still struggle with this. Sometimes I sit there and I was like, why is this person going to respond to me? But I can't think of maybe more than one or two people that, um, a either responds, you know, with a no. So, so I, I reached out to Robert Greene's people, um, you know, the, the 48 laws of power. Um, and he's dealing anybody that knows Robert, he's had a tough past couple of years medically. So he's dealing with some medical stuff right now and is also finishing up his latest book. So he gave me a no, or his team gave me a no. Um, but then I followed back up and said, Hey, you know, you know, I, you know, prayers for, for him and his health, obviously, you know, we need him here in this world and excited to read his new book. Is it okay if I reach back out to you, you know, in, in the future. And they gave me an absolute yes. Um, but I can only probably think of maybe one or two people that I send an email like that to, and they just completely ghost me. Um, so I think it's just, you know, getting past, um, 
that internal resistance. You know, we talked about, uh, I had um, Stephen Pressfield, he's, 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 he's releasing here pretty soon, but anybody that's a creative entrepreneur um, and they haven't read The War of Art, they should read it because um, he talks about resistance with a capital R. And that's that kind of internal dialogue that we all deal with. Um, so, so once I kind of get past that of like, why, you know, why would this person respond to me? Um, I've had quite a bit of success with just, just that formula that I said there. Yeah. There's always an internal dialogue of like, yeah. oh, like what, what if this person says no and what happens? And like you said, like you just try again, like, and when this, when, sorry, when this new book comes out, uh, that's a, probably an opportunity that he's going to want to be mm-hmm. on a bunch of podcasts. So opportunistic or thinking around uh, like an opportunity opportunist. Like okay, it's a no now, but it's not a no in six months from now when his episode, his new book comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really really important because it's never really a no. It's like it's usually a no because of the timing, right? So that especially if you have a show that does a decent job, you know, most right. people are going to want to take take you up on that either tomorrow or the next day or maybe in a few months. So I, I really really appreciate and love that because yeah, it's funny because I didn't think that was a big of a big issue for people, and it's actually a big thing that people kind of struggle with sometimes of like, Hey, like, how do I reach out to this person? So I'm, I'm glad you covered that dude. Um, yeah. I mean, if they say no, then, okay. They said no. And you're, you're in the same, you know, it's not like your podcast was taken away. You know, nobody, yeah. you know, you, nobody's going to know that, Hey, I reached out to so-and-so and they didn't want to come on because maybe they think I'm too small. Like, yeah, you know, rejection, whatever, like, but, but is it really a, is it really a rejection? Like you said, you know, because it typically mm-hmm. is, Hey, just not at this time, you know, like when you're reaching out to somebody that, you know, is a CEO of, of four businesses is running a podcast, running a media company of their own. Like they're, they're, they're already working 80 hours a week. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like yeah. you're, 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 you're at the bottom of, of the list there. So yeah, it's that persistent follow-up, but I also think it's, you, you got to come across in a, you know, in an authentic kind of honest way, you know, like, yeah. Hey, you know, this, this is, this is not just for me. This is, you know, and, and, and these people, they, they understand, you know, they're servant leaders, like they want to help the world. So as long as you frame it in, in the right way, maybe this is, you know, a little bit of copywriting background that I have, just knowing how to maybe, um, you know, mm-hmm. talk to people in sales and, and persuasion or whatnot. But if that's not your strength, you know, get somebody to help you with, with writing some of that, you know, those emails. Yeah. Are there, are there any headlines or titles or subject lines that have worked really well for you that you can think off the top of your head? Uh, um, no, cause I mean, I'm just kind of cheesy. It's like, Hey, let's connect. Um, you know, um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's podcast. Uh, if, if I'm reaching out to the, to, to a team, like, and I know it's directly not going to the person's inbox, um, I'll say request to interview so-and-so, um, you know, because if, if, if that person's job is to, you know, to filter this person's media request, um, they know exactly what that email is about and at least they're going to open it. Um, and as long as, you know, you did a good job in, in, in writing the copy of the email, you're going to get some type of response. So, yeah, I mean, if it's, you know, once again, it's kind of, you kind of, kind of look at, you know, am I sending it directly to the person or, or to a media team, a management team, et cetera, et cetera. But no, nothing, nothing like super, you know, like swipe files that I could send to you and, and, and share. Cool, cool, good. I, I just I, love, I like to ask, ask that question because it's a very thing, very important thing that people or tactical thing that people want to know. Um, yeah. Have, so you, have, you, that, have you found right. any? Like, is, are there any that 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 work for you? So for podcast pitches, you know, it's funny. Now we're using the words just as podcast pitch for blank. So if I'm trying to get on other podcasts, mm. I will do podcast pitch for uh, name of the podcast 
or I'll do podcast pitch like semicolon and then like the name of the title that like the title that I would I would have them use in the podcast episode. So it's like how to create like how to create fifty thousand listeners on a five hundred dollar ad spend. And this is know. this is you reaching out to be a guest yeah. or you to get a guest. Yeah, I've, I've had I've had a few yeah. of these now. You know, I'm not like I, I don't want to say that I, I feel like I'm saying this in a in a you know bragging way, but I'm now at the point where people are reaching out to me. I've had you know podcast you know connection companies reach out to me, and it's the very similar thing. You know podcast idea for the superhuman life. And then inside of there, it's like, Hey, you know, we were just, we, we love what you're doing. You know, uh, we have an idea for, for a topic for you. Topic suggestion was, was actually what the, the one email that really caught my attention. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've, you know, copy what's copy, what's working from, from other people, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. The, for those to work, they have to be, it has to show that you've been, you've put some thought into like their audience and like how you can make it a really awesome episode for them. And that, exactly. that typically will get an open rate, good exactly. open rate. Um, so I want to take a little bit of a left turn. Let's talk a little bit about your show and specifically, and then we can talk about like, I know because when we first started this, you first set out, you weren't trying to monetize it. Like it wasn't the guest, but along the way, some good things happen here and there. So What's the podcast about? It's probably super late in the episode to talk about this, but <laughs> what's the top of the podcast about? And we can talk a little bit about your journey of like how how it created some conversations for you um, in enrolling new clients and whatnot. Yeah. So 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 my intro is still the original one that we started with. And and in the intro, it's you know, it's the only podcast in the world that's dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. I would say that probably still ranks true to a certain degree, but it's it's more now become a podcast for men that are looking through or looking for breakthroughs in their lives uh, through the power of of faith and fitness. So you know, I think you know breakthrough can be you know maybe not somebody that is you know struggling with an addiction. Uh, a breakthrough could be for an entrepreneur that is that is at the six figure and is trying to get to the multi six figure mark. A breakthrough could be you know a struggling artist or somebody that feels like they have a creative thing inside of them that they need to get to the world, uh, but they're struggling with that internal resistance that, 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 that we were talking about. So it is for men, you know, um, there's, there's a little bit of a female audience for, for, for years. And I think enjoys what I'm doing. And, and I think they, I think so the females that listen, enjoy the, the vulnerable conversations that we have, because you said it, like, we don't, we don't hold anything back. You know, we'll talk about struggles, whether it's struggles with porn addiction, sex addiction, whether it's struggles with, you know, relationships. Um, so I would say it's, you know, it's, 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 it's for men that are, you know, 30 to, to 55, those are kind of the, the age demographics that are looking to maybe just take their life to, to the next level. You know, maybe I like to, I, you know, a lot of people say become the best version of yourself. Uh, that's kind of overused. Um, I like to say, become the man that you were created to be. Got it. Got it, dude. So yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know you had still had the uh, the original um, intro on there. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of a throwback I, well, intro. I, I I tried to. Uh, I spent like six weeks trying to put a new one together, and I literally was dealing with. I would record it, and I was like, "This is stupid, Frank. Stop it!" Like you know, once again, that that, that internal yeah, resistance. a lot of head so, trash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it it is it is coming, and I'm actually um because I, I need to redo the music now because one of our big focuses on 2021 has been the YouTube side of things. Um, and, and the music that, that we have for some reason is getting flagged, 
um, for okay. uh, for copyright purposes. Copyright so, I, so I have, yeah. So I actually have a buddy who's a music producer that's working slowly on getting me uh, his his own original music. So once he gets me the music, I'll then be able to go back and record the new intro. Got it, man. Um, so so like we mentioned before, like the podcast is really sharing your story initially mm-hmm. with a, with an audience um, that found it like similar, found like they're on a similar journey. Um, along that way, you created a program to help men with these breakthroughs. Let's talk a little bit about kind of how, and I, like, I'm curious too, because I, I can't remember last time we talked about this, but like, where did you find those clients from? That was a higher ticket program that you were testing out. Um, and if, how did the podcast play a role in that, if at all? Like, I, I, I have no idea if it did. I'm assuming it did, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, Directly and indirectly. So yeah, I mean, for, for anybody that hasn't, you know, connected the dots here, I struggled with a porn addiction, uh, for 20 years. Um, you know, like a very severe addiction, like it it literally consumed, uh, my life and it it cost me, you know, probably a business. I don't know if I could directly tie, tie it back to, to my first business failure cost me a lot of relationship failures. It just, it cost me a lot of time in, in my life. Um, and I don't, you know, obviously it's, it's, you know, I've, I've moved past that. Um, and, and that was the genesis of, of the first episode was like, you know, once I experienced like the other side of this thing, cause I literally had been addicted since I was 15 years old and, and I never connected like, why, you know, why am I depressed? Why am I anxious? Like, why don't things feel, feel right. So when I got on the other side, I was like, wow, I think people really need to hear this and maybe it could help somebody else. Um, so, you know, I, I was coming from a, you know, from a fitness background, I was running Frank Rich fitness, had a little bit of a, you know, of an audience online through, through Instagram, Facebook and, and YouTube. Um, so what, what became really, really amazing in the first couple months of, of the episode by sharing my story and really bringing on those other people that had overcome addictions in, in their lives, the message in my inbox started to change, started to change from, Hey, Frank, thank you for the great information on, on fitness or losing weight. You helped me build a six pack. You helped me get on stage. It, those, those feel great. Don't get me wrong. Anybody that's a fitness coach or anybody that's doing that type of work, it's amazing, but it started to feel like, thank you know, the, the messages started to be, thank you for your, your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing this. You know, I like you're, you're, you're so strong. Like, I don't know how you can do this. Um, can you help me? And, and it started by just people asking me for help. And at the time my life was consumed with a marketing agency that I was working for and I didn't really have the capacity to, to do anything. So, um, through, through a series of, uh, you know, conversations with, with people that I really look up to and, and, and people that allow to, to really speak into me, they kept telling me like, you have power now or something. And, and this is, this is what you need to step into. So I literally launched this program on a different podcast. I was a guest on a podcast talking about a weight loss transformation that I helped my dad go through. I helped my dad lose 80, you know, over 80 pounds, uh, in six months on the carnivore diet. So I went on a podcast and we were talking about that. And then this was early 20, 20, uh, the last question was, what are you most excited about, uh, for 2020? And I didn't plan this. It just came out. And I just said, I want to help hundred men break free from porn. Um, within the next week I had two people reach out to me from that 
podcast episode um, on somebody else uh, saying, Hey, can you, can you help me with this? Um, I didn't have a program. I didn't know anything about addiction recovery. Um, so I had to, you know, kind of, kind of get the ball rolling. I got a couple certifications uh, and, and literally the first 16, you know, the first two clients, 16 weeks long, we worked together hand in hand building, you know, building now what has become, you know, rebuilt recovery, um, which like you said, is still focused on the high ticket self. We have other really, really cool stuff. Um, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of on the way. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's that direct, you know, impact from, from the people reaching out and then the indirect, because it was connected through another podcast where everything kind of started on the coaching side. Got it. Cool, dude. That's, that's really, really, that's what I hear a lot of times people say. It's like getting on other podcasts is obviously, as we know, it's helpful. It's super helpful. It can allow you to tap into a new audience, especially when you don't have a big one of your own. Tapping into someone else's audience is a huge, huge win. It's usually free and it's on instant credibility because you're borrowing credibility um, from the host. Now they trust you. So that's a huge piece. But for, um, for you, when you got these people to reach out, where do they reach out to you on? Like... Instagram email. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram. I mean, I, I, um, you know, most, most guests are going to give you the chance to kind of plug your, you know, plug your social media. Um, so I just, you know, I just try to be really diligent in, um, in my responses, whether it's comments on post or, or replying back to, to messages in, in, in the inbox. So yeah, it was just through, through, through Instagram DM, they reached out. Do you, um, what have you found in your experience? Like when you have listeners reaching out to you, are they mostly reaching out on Instagram or are they reaching out on the platform? Um, and where are you sending them to? I'm curious, man, because it's been a while since I listened. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask you all these geeky yeah, questions. Um, so, I mean, I, um, when I, uh, when I started to become a guest on, on bigger shows, I said, I need something more than just send me a message on, on Instagram. So, um, I was, I was getting ready to be a guest on a show that had a couple million downloads. And literally in like two days, I wrote an ebook, um, and, and built a, you know, built an opt-in funnel. So still to this day, I mean, that was, that was probably 11 months ago. Um, that, that was it. So yeah, they, uh, they go download the, the ebook and then there's a, you know, there's a, there's an email sequence that, um, it's a small little indoctrination sequence. Um, but the ebook is specifically for, for porn. So, um, you know, I'm not trying to, at least at this point, I'm not trying to, to capture leads for anybody that's not interested, um, in working and in, in working on business. I know you probably tell me I'm, I'm, I'm missing something there. Um, so maybe I need something for, for the podcast people. Maybe just taking that ebook and putting it on um, Amazon, or putting it on just having it as your call to action for all of your podcast interviews, your for your your show, not their show. Mm. Um, you know, having it and testing it, uh, yeah. or just saying like, hey, like it's not going to be free much longer. I'm going to turn it into a paid product, so you can get it until. I've seen people do that where it's like. I mean, because I've had products where I've had they're free, and I'm like, damn, this is I could sell this. <laughs> Like literally today, I'm like, I'm gonna have to stop giving that away for free. So it's funny. So yeah, it's funny, I mean, it's funny you said that because I'm actually um, all my fitness ebooks have been converted to to Kindle. Uh, I partnered with a large fitness publishing company, and um, you know, so I have I have ebooks that people can go download through an opt-in page for free, but it's two ninety nine on on Amazon to buy it. So um, yeah, curious to see how that works out. <laughs> Dude, I have the same thing. Don't worry. Um, same same mess. I'm like, you find links on your website. Like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> Whoops. Give it in the same yeah. thing I'm selling away for free now. Um, 
but yeah, so that would be one thing that to look at. Um, have you experienced? I know you we we chatted a little while ago. I think you you did some PR for the podcast, and and I'm just being curious. Like, um, have you tested or mess mess with any kind of paid traffic since since we launched and 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 whatnot? No, I didn't even know that was possible. You can run ads to podcast oh it's a whole other world oh, oh yeah wow. it's, yeah it's we might we world. might we might have to talk um <laughs> no i haven't um gotcha got it okay cool um anything else before we wrap it up here it, it, it's been good to catch up with you and kind of figure out where you're at what's next for you and the podcast and where you want to take it yeah i want to i want to continue to to attract um you know the people that i'm interested in um like i said earlier youtube has become a big big focus um i you know i have a a youtube channel um that i do daily content tuesday through thursday specifically for um you know my rebuilt recovery my men's coaching business um so so monday has now become dedicated to releasing the long form uh interview in the video format. And, and that was kind of just an aha moment because I caught myself consuming a lot of YouTube or a lot of videos, podcast videos on YouTube. And I said, if I'm doing this, there's got to be a whole nother audience. Um, so I've had some shows that have literally quadrupled or 10 X the views on YouTube as what they get on the, the audio side. Um, so I want to continue to, 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 to really focus on that. Um, and, and getting, getting myself on bigger, shows, you know, getting myself yeah. on some of these top, you know, top 10, top five shows in the world. Yeah. I, I think for you and for anybody else who's interviewed some big names in your space and you don't have a YouTube channel, like take the video, take the video or audio, if you just audio and put it on your YouTube channel. Like that's yeah. an instant credibility factor that you have like Frank Rich and Dave Asprey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Video or audio and just put it on there. Cause that's going to allow you to stand up above head and shoulders. Like, Oh, he yeah. interviewed that guy. Mm-hmm. Like it shows that you can open doors and that's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, so dude, where can people find out more about the podcast, learn about more, your, what your journey is like, follow you on your journey and learn more about uh, what you're up to. Yeah. So the podcast name is this. It's funny. We've done this whole episode. We didn't, we didn't give the name of the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's the, the superhuman life. Um, you know, it's on, Apple, Google, Stitcher. I mean, you know, I've worked with Lewis and his team, so he made sure we got distributed everywhere. So, so check us out there. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the, the YouTube channel, if you want to see the video side of things, it's uh, rebuild your life. It's the main channel. And then I have a clips, uh, clips channel, which does daily, you know, two to, to five, 10 minute videos that I've pulled from, from the podcast. So just looking at how can I repurpose, uh, since I'm putting the time into getting, you know, higher, higher production video uh, done, like how can I, you know, repurpose this and use this? So that's the superhuman clips are uh, the superhuman life clips on, on YouTube. Um, and then follow me, you know, if, if you're interested in, in, in more of my journey and the work that I'm doing on a daily basis, it's at the superhuman Frank on Instagram. Dude, love it. Thank you. Um, we will have all those links, by the way, of course, as you know, in the show notes. Um, so dude, thank you for coming on and it's good to catch up with you and good to finally kind of like, just hear a little bit more about what you're doing, what you're up to. Um, cause I, I enjoy following your journey and, um, Love having you as a friend. So thanks again, bro. Awesome, man. Thank you.